anal. Nothing to see here. Just pulling the plug out of the ass. Kind of like you would if you were priming a lawnmower before you crank that bad boy open. And since gas is high, you know, got to be efficient. So you got to do it one pluck for, you know, consideration for the other person involved. And for, you know, gas companies. You know, never know when the next gas shortage is going to be. But you do know that you need to mow your lawn that day. Grass will keep growing. Whether pollution, whether environmental issues happen. One thing that's always constant. Grasses will be lawned. And if HOA wants to come by and tell you to do it a certain way, you know what you do. Throw the lawnmower through HOA's window. Through their fucking truck. And tell them. You can cut my grass. True green. Welcome to episode 67 of the Off and Beat podcast. I'm your host Clint. This episode is going to be called Nothing. The absolute power of nothing. <clears throat> this episode it has been inspired by the recent streaming of Seinfeld. It has made me want to do an episode about nothing of substance. So that's what I'm about to proceed to do for hopefully the next 35 to 40 minutes. So, uh, but before we start, today we are sponsored by Bang. Today's flavor is Cherry Blade Lemonade. Wow, this drink's fruity. Fruitier than, you know, my bottoms. I mean, my underwear, fruit of the loom. Let's make that clear. Don't want no misinterpretation, because if you need interpreter, maybe you're not very good at communicating. Context. For those people that always have to be put in context. Maybe if you always have to have context attached to everything you say, maybe you're a terrible communicator to start with. Speaking of communicating, talking to horses is like taking a kick draft. It's like doing a snake draft, and it auto-drafts for you. And you get an automatic drift down the seams of your shoulders. When you have weak shoulders, you have a hard time carrying yourself. Or carrying yourself. But you know what they say about uh, back rubs? For every back rub, there's a back tug, and for every spa, there's a AK-47. Wow, that's very, that's very wrong to make a joke about hate crimes. But, you know, not trying to rub anyone the wrong way, but motions in the ocean should just stuck to the shoulder. Make your shoulder lean, but yeah. Ever turn doorknobs and wonder, why do they work up and down? Why do they work side to side? How come if I turn too far, it stops? But if I push, shit don't ever stop. It's almost like it's nonstop. Oh, man. This episode should have stopped about 30 seconds ago, but here we are. When you're elbowing for position, 
in line, I want you to remember one thing. When you're elbowing for a position at Walmart, there's one rule you should always remember. It's Walmart. It's not Target. There's no self-security. Walmart's free game. Walmart's the Hunger Games. Target is like a, I don't know, field day. Like, yes, here's an open field. You could kind of go to whatever station you want. But if you leave your uh, group that you're attached to, that you're a part of, you're going to get kicked out very quickly. And they're on top of that shit. It was always weird how field day, how come on fucking field day, there's a shitload of counselors, there's a shitload of volunteers. All some volunteers can show on the least important day of the year. Maybe you can say field day's important because it teaches competitive spirit. Get to go against your classmates, even the upper class. Which we all know, everyone's there for tug of war. You're just tearing kids' hands up because, you know. Um, you would think for kids, they would make the rope fucking manageable. I mean, those fucking elementary tug of ropes, man. That shit was no fucking joke. That shit was rough. Talk about uh, giving calluses at a young age before the world would give you them. Maybe it's a way of teaching. Maybe that's what you take away from field day. Or maybe field day used to be one of the greatest memories. But now when you look back, it's really just a day. Another day for even though you don't pay for public school, someone is. It's public funded. You get what you pay for. Someone's paying for it. And they're going to waste the tax dollars on fucking jumpies, stuff that you would get on opening days at fucking the banks, the local banks, they always are like on the opening weekends, they have like credit union t-shirts, credit union pins, they have a little jumpy thing, they may even have a little water, and you have to show up at 9 fucking a.m., and then you go in and slip a raffle, so you can win a, you know, you can open a bank account for free, because for some reason, credit unions charge you money to open a bank account to maintain a bank account. What kind of fucking world are we living? in? They have to pay to have my money into something. I'm just charging you for anything, and we just accept it, and we just bend over and let the man like, yeah, unionize, bitch. That's what we get. Uh, I was going to hit the ATM today, but when money's not replenishing, you should probably not bother. That's just the way life goes. And uh, when you're under the sun, all you can hope for is one day you'll be under yours. (laughs) I want my son. Oh, kids, they're beautiful. The greatest thing this world has to offer. Other than, you know, uh, sex boots. Other than that, kids is where it's at. Not that I've ever been in a sex booth, but I would only assume the combination of videos and reenacting the videos. It's really just a reenactment. That's all sex is. It's just a reenactment of what you've seen. If you've watched that filthy thing called pornography, you know, they actually say that pornography, heavy consumption of pornography fucks with you sexually. Ironically, fucks with you sexually. <laughs> it uh, it fucks up your sperm. It fucks up because you're because you're not gonna beat the schlong the same way someone else would uh, 
rapid row. Basically, you know, they try to make it like, because the way you perform on yourself is always going to be way different. That's why typically, as I look, the reality is, history has said that guys give themselves better hand jobs than any girl could give them. You know why? Because we know our body. Pro body, pro choice. And it's fair. We have the same skin as our own skin. So it kind of just like, it's like a needle in a groove. It's just supposed to seem. That's why when you touch your own skin, you think it doesn't feel really any different. When someone else touches your skin, literally your hair raises up like, oh my God. That's why. Skin's different. Touches are different. You know? But they say too much pornography fucks up your ability to reenact those things. It causes you to have sexual dysfunction, like premature, overmature. The main thing is it can actually cause you to not uh, get the rocket up the landing. Basically, it's kind of like a SpaceX. The second it hit like the minimum coverage that you have to hit to be considered a space, they just like catapulted out and skydived out of it. Like, yep, this is as good as it's gonna get. And if we don't, if we don't reach the top by here, if we don't pop off, then you know what? It's not gonna happen. You know what? Self awareness. But apparently, too much porn causes that. I don't watch porn. You know why? Because I'm a child of God. And I don't want any viruses. More than anything. You know what they say? Pop goes the weasel and the weasel will pop back and pop back into your girl's coochie. And it'll be like Scary Movie 5 with Lindsay Lohan. And next thing you know, a ghost pleasured your girlfriend more than you. That's a hard pill to swallow. You imagine literally a dead, a thing that's not living. Pleasures your woman more than you, a living human being. It's a tough pill to swallow. Oh, succubus, where you at? Is actually a mythical creature. Oh, I would suck this. Apparently, she, uh, let's just say she sucks the soul out of you. And by all means, I'm here for it. You know what they say when your soul has left the train station? The second you come back, you're kind of like V for Vendetta. You literally send a train to blow up the capital and fireworks. Because baby, you're a firework. And right now, Katy Perry looks like a girl that's been famous for 17 years. Except she legitimately looks like a Scientologist. You know, without the Mission Impossible. I guess you could say it's not. Oh. It is not Friday night, but I did take too many shots of the dumbbell curls. No matter how many times you ring the bell, you still feel dumb. And your biceps still feel like, you know, buys. Because they are bye-bye-bye because they have been gone for a long time. I guess you could say in the weight room, I'm just trying to, it's gonna be me, but 
I thought I knew. But no one's going to cry me a river. I'll rock my own body. And hopefully the senoritas will uh, see the progress and realize we can both take mirror pictures together and make future sex and love sounds and watch porn by using AYO technology. Wow, look at me tying things together. Speaking of tying, um, I think tying is the most disrespectful thing in sports. I would rather lose 50 to nothing than tie a game. I would rather literally on a basketball court lose 105 to 1 than to tie. I would rather lose a Super Bowl than to tie in the Super Bowl. It's so disrespectful. You did everything possible. And you were so afraid to live with the negative result that you literally settle for the worst. And that is not failure or success. You settle for not being criticized. And boy, I get a lot of it. I get a lot of criticism. I actually uh, joined a podcasting um, website where apparently you could connect with others. And it's supposed to connect you with others. Other connects with you that read your stuff. They can reach you. And you guys can quote unquote collab. Um, gotta be honest. I think collabing is for people who cannot do things themselves. They're not self-starters. People who want to collab are like, uh, I want you to think about when collaborations, right? See, I view myself as like the Justin Timberlake of podcasting, right? You know, I blame every past girl in my life as the issue. Highly emotional. No reason. I really feel like anyone that's a partner to me, anyone that's contributing my success is actually holding me back. And I feel like I got like... You know, he had like five albums after NSYNC. Three, you know, legit good ones. And you know what? I felt like I got about $40 million to be made in this game. Why the fuck would I want to split $40 million with four of the people for people to spend 20 minutes editing my fucking podcast? Why the fuck would I want to give someone else another 15% just to talk with other people? Just to talk with other people. When I could sign my own deal. It's, these contracts are not that fucking difficult. I don't understand. I don't understand how other people. Literally when someone signs a contract. I don't understand how when other people critique that contract. They're like oh well you know now they're going to lose percentage of the rights. It's like you know what. If someone came up to me right now. And gave me 15 fucking million. And they have 100% ownership of my podcast. or I, And I never have to perform on that show again. But they just take the name of my podcast or whatever the fuck. If they give me $15 million. You know what? I'm taking that $15 million. And guess what? I could take that $15 million, Buy a fucking house. Take care of some shit. Invest in the future into a whole business plan. And have a whole production company. And actually 
do it again and again. Then I can collab. Then I don't even have to fucking work. I can have other people make fucking money for me. And guess what? I'll still do it. I'll be the Bill Simmons of my own nonsense. But people want to critique other people for making 40, 50, 60 million dollars. And they don't even have ownership of the podcast. You just license it through that one distributor for three, four years. How are you going to critique someone for taking a $100 million contract or 40 or $60 million contract or even 20 And all they're doing is playing. All they're doing is posting their episodes on one stream, on one platform for three years. It's not a lifetime contract. It's three years. And the only reason why people are mad about it because it's such an inconvenience for them because they have another platform. It's like, well, if you enjoy this show that much, then go there. If not, then shove it up your ass. Even though most of the fucking time, guess what? You can listen on those platforms for free. But whatever, if it's a Spotify exclusive. But what the fuck do I know? Then people will say it's selling out. Oh, they sold, you know, it's like, hmm. 60 million, you would sell out, you would cut your leg off for 60 million. So, I don't want to fucking hear it. You would get rid of your kid for 50 million. Uh, I know most people won't admit that. If someone came up there with a 50 million dollar check, guess what? You're going to convince yourself that, you know what? My kid, he would, uh, they would live a better life with someone else. A better family, better circumstance, even though even though now that you got 50 million, your circumstances are a whole lot better. But guess what? You'll convince yourself. It's a trade-off. It's a fair trade to me. And you know what? Some people won't admit that. And that is fine. You gotta cover your asses. You don't want your kid to think that they fucking hate you. You don't want your kid to think that you're a sellout. You don't want your kid to think that you literally traded them for 50 million dollars. Because guess what? If I was traded for 50 million dollars, I would take that as a compliment. That's a prize commodity. That's like being traded for six first round picks. I mean, shit. That's like being traded for fucking LeBron, Anthony Davis, and Alex Caruso in one package. Just for me. Shit. That's value. That means when you go out in the world like, yeah, I'm the one that was traded for $50 million. What have you ever done? No one's ever viewed you as that value, you fucking 13-year-old piece of shit. Yeah. Suck my wiener. How's that feel? Uh, uh, what what the fuck is with mouses? And I'm not talking about like little crawling mouses like Ratatouille. I'm talking about the one you fucking click. Who the fuck decided? By the way, great invention. I love it. I would not be able to operate my laptop without it. it made my life a million times easier. Who the fuck had this idea that we are going to have a right and left click button and a little scroll thing in the middle? I think it was some dude that was trying to invent, hate to say it, I think he was trying to invent a little sex doll, but he had an animal fetish. So, I think he was probably trying to create like, you know, hey look, bestiality is a real thing, no one wants to admit it, here's what I want you to do, because I talked about bestiality in a previous episode, not literally the act of bestiality, but I was talking about how we give a lot of people... Uh, grace if we like their music and shit and we look past a lot of shit so i looked up because i was making sure i spelled it right i just typed in the word bestiality this is a side uh this is a little side tangent i typed in the word bestiality google go on google right now actually don't do it i don't want that bi searching you they're probably a certain question to me i typed it in thinking 
I'm probably going to get the dictionary, maybe even the urban dictionary. I don't even know what would be alternate definition for that. Um, and then I thought we'd get some weird article or some shit. Thank God no images popped up. I just typed it. I just typed in the word bestiality. You know what the fucking first six links were? They were videos or they were links to websites that were ready to show me some bestiality. You know how I know that? Because sketchy website. And then I read the little description things. And it was saying things like, oh, it's almost disgusting. I don't even want to say it loud, but let's just say, um, sheep getting fucked. Sheep, I say, sheep. There was also one, I believe, a mule. There was, of course, there were, it's disgusting. There was one, like, two dogs, um, getting rammed. Those are the exact words it said. And it said, by the race of the human being and country and all that shit. And I'm like, oh my fucking God. The FBI is about to kick down my door. Um, but yeah. I was just looking. Definition. Not even definition. I just typed it in to make sure I spelled it correctly. And that's what we got. But anyways, back to the mouse. The computer mouse. Um, so... I really think the invention was someone who probably was into that mouse bestiality shit. And they were creating and shit. They probably had a connection with, you know, Edison. And they were sitting there. And let's just say they were performing some stuff on dead mouse or even live mouse. That's why I think the middle uh, freaking scroll up and down thing. I definitely think that's for the mouse's clitoris. I don't even know mouses have clitoris. But I'm going to assume animals deserve and have the same equal rights for their body as we do. It's funny how we don't have the same pro-body rights for dogs and cats as we do for humans. Even though we try to advertise cats and dogs as humans. But if they have babies, we'll just get rid of them. At their even without their consent, because oh, them having two little puppies is too much for us to handle. It's like, well, then you know what? You should at least get rid of the whole set. You don't just keep the big dog and get rid of her puppies. Then she's sitting there depressed. She didn't want those. She could have took care of them. It was just too much for you to look outside your window. Like, oh, we can't handle this. We have to buy thirty dollars more dog food a month. Oh Jesus! It's like, all right. But whatever. It's funny we just pretend we care about animals. I believe most of us care about animals. But I don't even think Peter cares about animals. They only come out when something is slightly inhumane towards animals. Or some eating meat videos. And they want videos on Instagram taken down because someone just hunted elk meat. They want thing of fucking this is wrong, this is wrong. You know what? PETA is one of those, they're like one of those people that looks for everything wrong and ignores everything right. You got literally like 30% of the frozen grocery store to you for your PETA in the frozen section and in the fucking back meat section, alright? Well, not the meat section, but you get what I'm saying. 
There's literally whole sections and regular grocery stores dedicated to you. And guess what? You're focused on the one area. You're literally focused at the meat department. Like, oh, this is so wrong. Well, you know what? What are you going to do? Go up there and hold a sign? Stop killing meat? And like, eh. The people in the meat department, man, we get paid 25 an hour. Hey, you know what? Stop making it so profitable. <laughs> hey. Um, but no, you know what? Nothing like a good old speaker in the year. Go deaf and kind of like any real issues, it falls on deaf ears. You focus on what's not there instead of focusing on the obvious. Because the obvious is what plays. But the innuendos, the idiosyncrasies, whatever the fuck that means, but people just want to use fucking words just to say they know some shit. Like, seriously, anyone really know what idiosyncrasies mean? I mean, I kind of do. But you know what? People that say it, I don't think they know it. Anyways, so if you go to Walmart, not Walmart, sorry, CVS. If you go to CVS, is it wrong? If you go to the pharmacy and ask them, so, you ever thought about popping pills? You ever thought when you're back here, just taking a row of fucking whatever the fuck they have back there, Xanax, Tylenol? Well, not Tylenol, because it's pretty easy to get. But when someone has like a moxicillin, or someone has for some like painkillers, or some muscle relaxer, you just ever think about taking 20 on the job when you're having a 1 o'clock rush for people and their pill popping? That's got to be one of the most stressful jobs working at, like, the CVS Pharmacy. Have you seen those fucking lines? Like, in between 1 and, like, 6 p.m. It's a combination of the old people, for some reason, have to get their medication every two days. It's like people that grocery shop every day instead of just taking one trip every four or five days. And then you clog up the store every day. Could you imagine if everyone had that mentality where we grocery shopped every fucking day? How crowded the places would be? There would be no parking. Because people got to eat. But no, it's like these people are at the same fucking CVS or whatever every other day because maybe they can only put 10 in a container. Maybe they want their pills fresh. I don't know. Pills and potions. Nicki Minaj. <laughs> oh, man. She used to have fire bars. I guess she's a seeing green. Uh, that was terrible. Oh, the barbs. We'll ignore her brothers being a complete predator. Molestation. Whatever. It's cool. Not really. But you know what? I'll keep it all in the family. Ooh, but yeah, it's so weird how all the time, I mean, it's really at grocery stores too, wherever there's a pharmacy, the lines are insane. Whoever thought about making a drive-thru for fucking medication? You notice how things for the drive-thru is never for anything that's healthy? Every time it's a drive-thru. Right, we got fast food, we got pills, which are probably attributed to arthritis buildup, not taking care of yourself, blood thinning, eating McDonald's all the time and shit, so you take medication, bad health because of bad diet, which is probably fast food, and there's a drive-through. There's a drive-through for that. So it just conditions people. Not only can you get fucked up in the drive-through, we can take care of you in the drive-through. The same thing that got you here will get you out of here. Don't even leave your car. <sighs> trying to think what else. I mean, dry cleaners, okay, that's a decent fucking service. 
the bank, okay, that's a reasonable service, but the bank, money, which makes you take cash out, the bank uh, kind of feeds you, ironically, to go uh, spend more money on things that are harmful to you. It's like, you know what, you go to the bank, uh, withdraw some money, you're like, let's say you withdraw $100, because, you know, you're going to go, you have to pay someone 70 bucks, so you give someone 70 bucks cash, and then you have to put, let's just say, 15 in the tank for you, then you have 15 extra dollars, and you got you and your girlfriend at home, or your boyfriend, or your one kid, and you just go across the street, you see a Burger King, and you're like, you know what, it's a special day for us. I'm going to go pick up. We're going to get Whoppers with cheese. And since I got 15, I can pay the extra slice. Which is inhumane the fact that you have to pay fucking extra cheese at Burger King. Just include it in the price. I don't care if it's the same price as after you add the cheese. Just fucking include the cheese in the price. Guess what? No one's going to not want cheese. And the ones that don't want cheese, you know what they do? They just say, hey, can you not put cheese on it? Pretty simple standard. Burger King's always trying to stand out. Flame grilled. Why am I about to flame you? Jesus fucking Christ. Like, oh, the cheese thing has bothered me since I was like 12 years old. Because I remember, I've never been a big Burger King person. I've probably eaten there four or five times in my entire life. Highly overrated. Typically, not up to... Even basic standard. The burgers are a little bigger. But you know what? The proportion. The meat's always kind of weird. Whatever. If you eat a Burger King. You can't really judge the meat. It is what it is. The issue with it. Is I remember. I ordered a Junior Whopper. I just said. I'll take a Junior Whopper. They didn't ask. Did you want cheese? Do you want cheese on that? Because you know what? That was saying. Oh. Thanks for asking. I didn't know that. So. When guy. I just got Junior Whopper, went home, and guess what? No fucking cheese. I was pissed. And But you know what? I was pissed, but I'm not like one of those, like, I'm going to drive fucking 15 minutes back to the store because they didn't put cheese on my sandwich. I ate the fucking sandwich. Luckily, I had cheese at home, but we all know the cheese you have at home is not the same as the melted cheese that they're going to melt on there, and when it's cooked in there at the highest heat, you're putting cold cheese on a slightly colder burger than when they made it. And it's just not the same. Because they, because these places, you got to realize, they get the ingredients. They literally, the sauces are designed specifically for their food. You notice how like a Big Mac sauce is very complimentary to McDonald's patty meats. A Big Mac sauce on this Big Mac sauce recipe on a Wendy's burger wouldn't really be, it wouldn't fit. I mean, I mean, obviously it would fit. Technically, you put whatever amount you want. But wouldn't complement it as well. Maybe it's because we've been conditioned with the taste buds and all that. But that's besides the point. Burger King. And then guess what? And then when I realized, okay, I remember it was years later. I was a little bit older and went there myself. Own merit. And I remember, like, you know what? I'm making sure I get the cheese. So this time I got, like, a double Whopper. Double Whopper. I was like, oh. I want a cheese on there. It's like, oh, do you want one or two slices? I'm like, well, I just want the regular amount of cheese that comes on there. And they said, oh, well, it actually doesn't come with cheese. You have to add it. I'm like, what? What the fuck? 
I was like, all right, well, just put, I guess, put two. And I'm thinking, like, you know what? Maybe it won't be charged. It's just request. Because, you know what? They're not going to put it on there. People don't want it. Fine. And I noticed, I believe it was like 30 cents a slice, 60 extra cents. I would have rather just a 60 cents be included in the price to begin with, even if I paid the same exact I end up paying. <clears throat> it's just the principle. And the worst part, not that time, but this happened about a year and a half ago, right? I specifically, I believe I got just like a regular Whopper this time. I specifically asked for cheese, paid for it and everything. Got home, cheese not on there. So this time, I paid for the cheese and didn't fucking get it. Now I'm pissed. Did I go back up there? No, because you know why? Because I went five minutes before they closed. You know what? Now I think about it, it's probably big fuck you for coming five minutes before they closed. Well, sorry I got off late. I had a job, all right? And you had a job. And I paid you the 30 cents. Put the fucking cheese on there. I hope you took that 30 cents home and ate it. I hope you stuffed it in between the old food you take home or whatever. And you stuffed those pennies and quarters or whatever the fuck. And you took that 30 cents and you chewed it. And then you got more than you bargained for. Because I used to eat change when I was younger. And you know what? I hope it changes your guts and your insides. You know what? It's fine. But now I know better. If you... The thing is... If they were smart, I understand, you know what, maybe cheese is expensive, Burger King's not exactly McDonald's globally, I get it, alright, I don't mind if a burger is extra because it has cheese, that's not the point, I'm just saying, include it in the price, I just don't like seeing on the receipt, I don't like seeing those 230 cent extra charges, I literally don't like seeing on the receipt under the burger, added cheese, and then price added. That shit bothers me. That shit bothers the fuck out of me. It it raises, it raises my stress. This is why I don't eat fast food anymore. It stresses me out. I get it, cutting corners, but this has been their business model since the beginning. So this isn't some new thing. This is something they've been committed to, right? And here's the thing. If they could easily, here's here's my point, right? Let's say a double Whopper. I don't know the price. It's been a while since I've there. Inflation, deflation, you know, gastric bypass. It's all the fucking same. You're paying the price down the line even if it's cheaper, whatever. But let's just say a double Whopper. The sandwich itself is $6.50 with no cheese, right? Let's just say $6.50 with no cheese, and let's say I add two slices of cheese. So it's $7.10 before tax. You know what they would be smart to do? And no one would question it. No one would not pay for it. No one would not not pay for it, I should say. If they were, let's just say double Whopper. Each patty, you get a slice of cheese, right? You could literally inflate the price, get more money, and no one would question it. You could literally... Put two slices of cheese instead of seven ten that I add on after. Where now I'm watching the money. Where if you just include it all, I'm not breaking down the bill that much. You could have charged seven dollars and fifty cents for that double whopper. Got forty cents extra more burger. And if you did that, let's say you sell a hundred double whoppers in a day. Forty cents more than you typically would. Forty cents, a uh, hundred whoppers. I mean, that's basically what 
40 that's like $40 that's $40 actually made a day that could literally pay one of your employees every day that you you know well I don't know minimum wage now but whatever that's $40 more a day 365 days a year at each store you are possibly gaining off off the top of my head let's just say what is 40 times 365 we're gonna do math on the show real quick i typically don't do math but this is very important if they were to just include and inflate the price let's see boom boom 40 dollars a day times 365 you at one store could make fourteen thousand six hundred dollars more a year if you inflated the price and just included the cheese in the sandwich and doing it separate. And if you sold a hundred double whoppers a day, which I would probably send they price some more. It's a common it's a common item. And that's a double whopper. So I'm not talking about single, triple, quadruple, the special whoppers. I don't know. They do a lot of weird shit nowadays. But if you did my business plan, right? Six fifty that you would have without cheese for a double whopper. Two slices of cheese you add on the side with their current business model, $7.10. You know what? If you just include the cheese in the price and it was just, it just came with the burger unless you request it off and you just put $7.50, no one's not going to pay the extra 40 cents. Because if someone's committed to get a double whopper, an extra 40 cents is not what's going to stop them. And it will just be included. No one will even think about it. It's just passive buying. You know how passive income? It's passive buying. I'm not going to question the price if everything's included. I'm only going to pay attention to the price if when I start adding stuff or taking stuff off or when if I add this or make it a combo and I add the price. But no, if it's just a standalone, it's free money. You just let it be. If you did my business model, you would make $14,600 extra a year just by that small just by that small detail at one location that's the difference 14,600 how many burger king locations there are i'm going to assume in america probably like a thousand i don't know it's not as many as people would think it's prevalent in certain areas but let's just say 1000 14,000 plus 1000 stores that's a lot of fucking money Talk about entrepreneurship. Talk about business. I just gave free game. I'm saving Burger King. I should buy fucking Burger King. Jesus Christ. Pull the anal plug. Pull the lawnmower. And I'll mow the lawn for you. I'll do it every fucking morning. If I just get a percentage of that check. You know what? For proposing. You know how they have like Sweetie. Like Sweetie for McDonald's. Or when Travis Scott had to deal with McDonald's. When uh fucking um. Oh, now for Burger King, ironically, Nelly, they call the Cornell Hayes Mill, I guess that's his name. He has he has a meal with Burger King. And all these restaurants are trying to get individual celebrities and stuff, so it brings those people to buy food that they would not buy, but just because the name's attached to it, they buy it. Great business, right? It doesn't work on me. I'm not going to buy just because Drake all of a sudden drops a 20-piece, you know, fucking... Canadian popsicle like I'm not gonna buy it because you know why I don't eat popsicles it's not gonna happen all right but just fucking Jesus Christ 
it happens for me, if I propose that and it goes through, if I could just get 20% of those profits of all the Burger King, I am set for life. I am set. See, that's real business. But you know what Burger King is never going to do? Ask me what the fuck they should do with their cheese. But damn, I'll smile for you. Oh, smile. But you know what? Maybe Burger King can sponsor this pod one day. And you know what? For all those people like, oh, you should only sponsor things that you believe in or that at least morally up your moral high ground. I hate to break it to you. As great as that sounds. Unless you're someone who's making $60 million from Spotify. Where you don't have to take deals you don't want to. Or you people bitch about. Oh, t- it's like, you know what? They take that money so they don't have to have advertisements from people. To pay whatever. And then in you know, the future or whatever. Like That's why like half the podcasts have the same fucking advertisements. They have like Roman, Blue Chew... They have fucking ZipRecruiter. They have fucking, uh, you know, they just have the same fucking like eight different company sponsorships. Because you know what these companies do? They literally send, they basically just send out to all the biggest, all the bigger podcasts that have enough listeners where if they advertise on their platform, they're going to get maybe 10% of those people to visit their website and then maybe 5% of those people buy something and just off that alone, they made their money back and then some from whatever they paid them. It, it's a, it works both ways. But if you do that with 20 other podcasts, which that's why most of the podcasts you listen to, it's essentially a lot of the same fucking sponsorships. Because those, those, those companies have literally just like poured, they have literally just poured money out of their asshole. They literally have dedicated money specifically to this because they see a lot of people listen to shit more than tv it's like hmm go on tv obviously if you do like super bowl you're gonna pay a lot but you're gonna get a shitload exposure but it's like okay i could take an ad for cbs and pay two hundred thousand each time it runs in between you know the big bang theory when it was prime and i don't even know what's playing on cbs now but it's obviously nothing worth of anything they could pay you all these advertising network TV shows, and they may get some viewership, but get a lot fucking more on if you run an ad through Joe Rogan, get a lot more to add through the Brilliant Idiots or Flagrant or really uh, any big top 25, 50 podcasts. But you know what? What the fuck do I know? I just want a cheese in my burger. I just want what I paid for. I'm typically not that guy. Oh, I should get exemplary. I should get exemplary food from Burger King. But you know what? If I pay for the cheese separately, you damn right. I wouldn't even be as mad. If the cheese was included in the fucking burger and you forgot the cheese, I would be less mad. I know that makes no fucking sense. But when you make an emphasis to ask me, do I want cheese? Or if I add, hey, I want to pay extra for cheese. And then I don't get that cheese. We got a problem. It's like going to a Mexican restaurant. Getting the opening cheese dip and guacamole platter with the chips. And then you order your food as well. And then the food comes out. 
And the appetizer never came out. You're like, hey, the appetizer never came out, actually. And instead of like, hey, can we just take it off the bill since the food came out? I was like, well, no, we actually can't do that. So, yeah, go fuck yourself. It's like, hmm, all right. So go fuck myself. It'd be like if they just started charging you for chips. I knew it, that bitch went in my mouth. Fucking little fly flying around. That's disgusting. Shouldn't have said that out loud. But you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Look. Moral of today's episode is get what you pay for. Respect your dollar. And stop popping pills in the drive-thru. Stop doing it. Drive-thrus, if you have to go through a drive-thru somewhere, it may not be great for you. And I'm not here to tell people what they should or shouldn't do. But, drive-thrus, there's not a drive-thru for Whole Foods. There's not, well, there's a drive-thru for Smoothie King. But, if you get the type of smoothies I get, you're not really getting the full nutritional uh, benefits. You're getting the whole with peanut butter and extra whey protein and you know peanut and bananas which is like a $11 smoothie but like $8 on a Friday um but yeah good times oh chariot you suck my dude uh chariot's overrated like seriously who the fuck decided what was it? Fucking Cinderella running the pumpkin little chariot. Like, who actually designed a fucking chariot in the size of a teacup pumpkin looking thing? You know, one time I took, you know, you know, how like in downtown Atlanta, they have, well, really most downtown places, they have the little horse and the little, I don't know if those are technical chariots, but you know what I'm talking about, where. You do like a free like little tour on horses. That was a, first of all, horses, I don't know if it was just that ride. Maybe they were shitting as we were doing it. Man, they smell like shit. That, man, I paid like, I believe I paid like 50 bucks for like a ride. I mean, we were on it a good minute. I think it was like 45 minutes we were on it. But man, those horses smell like shit. And it's kind of weird that we would pay to get a tour of a city that we kind of already know and live around. But you know what? I was trying to, you know, give an experience. I was trying to give a different uh, view than just walking around and, you know, hoping to get bothered by a homeless person by the arcade. Trying to give a different. Do it on a horse. Have our own little, you know, knight in shining armor moment. Good times. But horses smell like shit. And, of course, PETA would be like, it's abuse for the horses to be walking on the street and be used and used. It's like, you know, it's funny. Yeah, you care so much about horses being used, but you don't care about people being used for jobs that neglect them and their well-being. They're not very advocates about that, though. Funny how PETA cares more about animals than they do actual humans. But it's whatever. I don't know what to believe. Should humans be, should, should animals, like domestic animals, should they be viewed on the same level of righteousness and grace? And let's say, I put it like this, right? So, 
someone like PETA or these advocate for animal situation, right? Let's say middle of the street. There's a te- there's a terrorist situation. I know it went really extreme here. Say there's an execution, right? Kind of like in you know Libya or wherever where they used to do well, not Libya, but back in the day they used to just do executions in the golden days. The old uh, crusades, they would do executions as a sign of, like, they used to be just like a regular downtown hall meeting. Some people have gay pride parades back in the day. They used to have executions. And, could you imagine in today's world, let's say, a terrorist grabbed, let's just say a five-year-old golden retriever. We're going to pick the nicest, harmless animals. So you can't even justify it, like, oh, well, they may attack an ant, they may attack someone, they're harmed to society. So they get a golden retriever, tie it up or whatever. And let's say they get a, um, let's just say an 11-year-old kid. Or you know what? Let's not even make it, because I would hope kids would get the ban. Let's just say a 32-year-old male who just has a normal job, normal guy, but he's not a celebrity. He's just a normal guy in life. In the middle. And it is a vote between the people. It is a vote. Let's just say PETA. A member. The leading member of PETA. They're the one vote. They, they ask them. You pick one of these. One of them has to die. The other survives. And we leave and no one else gets harmed. That is the deal. Would there be a negotiation? Would there be a deep conversation? Or would they follow and say, fuck you humans. This golden retriever deserves to live more than you. Or would they let the human live and another dog, another day. It's a sad thing to even think about. I know that's extreme. I'm not even trying to be funny. But if you're strong advocates for something, is there a line? When does human life become just as important if humans are more, you know, neglectful, I guess? So I just want you to think about that. Not that anyone's made it this far, but if you think about it, just think about it. Nothing to think about, just think about it. And I'm thinking about wrapping this up. I've hit the 50 minutes and I don't give a fuck. Baby, baby, baby. Nothing like a good old lick in between the ball gooch. Nothing like when you got blue veins down there. And they, um, hanging pretty low. If you read the symptoms of that, it's testicular cancer. But if you don't, you're you live mindless free. By the way, serious note. Shout out to mediocre tutorial and reviews. Um hope you have a speedy recovery. He's a he's been a someone I've probably watched and listened to the past year on YouTube and stuff. He typically covers you know, he's kinda like a I don't want to simplify him in such a simple but he would be considered the manosphere. Like, you know, he talks about, I guess, the red pill and blue pill. And typically, I don't look at that stuff. I'm not really into that type of 
content specifically. But, you know, I believe he covers more grounds. That's beyond just the rhetoric. It's just being a guy, being a human type of thing. And he makes it such a human, relatable thing where it's not just this spewing out alpha male, beta male. It's just about decency. And he uses those as context to basically make yourself a better man. And he made a video, I believe, like, I think it was last Sunday. It was last week sometime. And then it was... And it's titled, I Have Cancer. And I was like, I'm going to be honest, I saw the title. I'm not going to say I thought it was clickbait, but I thought maybe it was one of those misled things type of thing. And then it was like, it was a pretty like, straightforward, like, yep, I have testicular cancer. And it was basically advocating to people, go get, especially dudes. I know we have this thing, mantra to just power through things and never go get shit checked out and i understand the balance like i'm very guilty of that i have not gotten anything checked out by a doctor in a couple years now and it just like i have health insurance and i just like i don't really you know it's selfish but i'm just like i just don't really feel like dealing with it because the last couple times i've been to a doctor and had to get something checked out Whoever, and I know they're isolated incidents, but they were assholes. The one time, the woman, I'll say it, she was a cunt. I had no feeling in my feet. My feet felt weird. Like, I had this weird... And she just looked at me like, what the fuck are you doing here? Like, get out of here type of shit. Like, and she referenced me to another fucking place when she's the one that asked me to come in so she could check it out. And she acted like I was a nuisance in her space. Kind of like Jordan Lucas felt when, she, when he was calling Karen Sybil on her vacation... When really it was like, yeah, what the fuck's you doing my money type shit? And she acted like, what are you doing bothering me? It's like, um, do your job. Like you could at least, you could at least let me get my co-payment back. I mean, Jesus fucking Christ. That incident really like, uh, you know what? Unless like basically I'm about to die or I break something or some shit. If it's just stiffness, if it's just something I feel right, you know what? I'll just power through it, figure it out myself. Because, you know, whatever. I know it sounds dumb, sounds right. But in terms of getting, you know, not being funny, getting your, you know, physical, getting your lower region, your balls checked out, your heart rate. Like, as dude, we need, as guys, we need to be better just getting those checked up. Because, you know, it just makes life, it makes you at least know what direction you need to do to correct it or to make better. So you don't have a stroke when you're 31 and came out of nowhere and it sets you back and you have to take time off and do this when you could have done things to prevent it from there, you know? So yeah, uh, not to anyone, especially us guys that don't like going or don't really want to go, just uh, go get your checkups. Make sure you don't have, you know, cancer. Um, shit sucks. Just, you know, make sure, you know, make sure, uh, shout out. And I don't really like doing, I'm not a big, send, send my condolences, but I truly send my, well, you know, my, I, I, I guess that's why people say condolences. Cause I don't even know what the proper term is, but I, I send my well wishes. It's a better word of saying it for him because he, you know, he, he has been impactful, like someone who's giving you stuff to look at and enjoy and entertain and learn from 
you know, when you see, and let's be honest, like he's, you know, he's an epitome of a guy that you would look up, that you would look as someone like, oh, if I could be in terms of character or masculinity as this guy in a genuine way, like that's a good step in the right direction. And, you know, and just if one of your creators that you constantly watch and you found out that like, you know, it makes you feel something like, holy shit, like the shock of it. It was pretty shocking. Like it made me feel something. And I typically don't feel a lot. No, not like, you know, whatever. What, but, you know, it's, typically when I hear people's sad stories, it's like I become numb to it for a lot of reasons. But for him, I felt it because he is definitely like I could relate in a lot of ways. Like, like you can tell he's not someone that asked for sympathy or whatever, but he was open and transparent about it. And one of his things was like... Yeah, like I was, I'm one of those guys. I, I, I stay healthy and everything, and you know, I don't really go to the doctor that often. And this was like a wake up call to start keeping track of certain things. So, yeah, mediocre tutorials review everyone. Go check out his channel if you haven't. Go, uh, send your well wishes. You know, um, I haven't kept up to date. I'm assuming he hasn't really posted a video, but yeah. Alright, alright guys, lay off the pills, make sure you get your cheese, get your money's worth, and suck some titties, and like, subscribe, um, anyone want to collab, collab, if you want to fab, fab, if you want to smack that ass, and let me, but on the other note, have a great day, taking Sunday off, recorded this on Sunday morning, post this Monday, so hope you guys enjoy. Oh, baby.